0: die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh, uh, this shit is bananas. B a a a a a s. This shit is Trump-A-N-A-S. T r u m p a n a n e s. What? I don't know. I don't even know.
1: Hey everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are recapping the week at Reality TV. <laughs>
2: Um, uh, mm-hmm. and this is the week that I moved back into my house. Right. I moved out on, what was it, Wednesday? Or it was Thursday that I moved out. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't know, I don't remember if I talked about this on this or the Patreon, but, um, or a little bit of both. I mean, I really talked about it on the Patreon. Yeah. But I don't know if I mentioned it here, but. I Airbnb'd my house in Burbank mm-hmm. for a month mm-hmm. because a bitch is broke. A bitch is broke <laughs> and a bitch needs the mortgage paid and the mm-hmm. property taxes paid. And that's just what's up. My property taxes are like almost four grand twice a year. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it ain't cute. And when that hit me, I was like, oh, oh uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. If I could afford four grand twice a year. I'd have my whole face reconstructed, a.k.a. a la Brandy Glanville. Okay? so I'm so God. I mean, people forget (laughs) that's what happens when you own a home. Oh, my God. So I Airbnb'd to a single man from Atlanta. His name is Bruce (laughs) Jisman. That's right. Justin Jisman. His name is Justin. Mm. And he was here working at Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. And um, so I know people on the Patreon definitely knew this. I don't think you guys did. But anyway, he... He was alone and which is I like to Airbnb just I get like a requests, one person yeah all yeah. year can me and my three kids and another family Ugh, no uh uh-uh. uh no can me and my husband and our full-grown son no Ugh. why are you traveling with your full-grown son no go get into therapy yeah what my parents would, can we want to go on a trip no absolutely not <laughs> me and you alone mom yes um okay so he's he was there he was there a month he left Mm -hmm. I couldn't step foot. I called my my clean my my cleaning guy, Caesar, who Mm -hmm. I love halfway through to just go over there and just check it out. Yeah. Just get in. And it was okay, right? It was for the most part. Yeah. He didn't. That first half respectable halfway point. He didn't tell me anything. He's just Uh like, whatever. Right. Then this time, although he did tell me there was like a vape, like vapes. (laughs) There were vapes around. There was like a vape and like outside like cigarette like he would he's, he's smoking pot and he's smoking va- oh, vapes oh, oh. inside mm. and then smoking like cigarettes outside just okay. fine all right um then this last time when he left um god i'm trying to think if there's anything around my house that says dumb gay politics hopefully he's not listening to this um he <laughs> it's like, what's this he left caesar said there was like a like a Sink full of dirty dishes, which I can tell you, like before, my and my mother's daughter. When the cleaning people are coming, because it used to be Caesar and his wife, I am like doing the dishes, yes. making the bed, oh, I'm that's cleaning. Like Phyllis. Yeah, I'm Phyllis' daughter she, too. Oh, always, she'd always be cle- cleaning on
1: her knees in the bath, like on the toilets. I'd be like, "What are you doing?" It's like the <laughs> the cleaning women are coming, and I have to get the house ready. <laughs> yes. like what are you getting the house ready for? They're gonna clean it.
2: Yeah, no, but I can't. No, have, no you no, don't no, want no, no. them seeing your shit stains. Right. I don't let Caesar change my bedding. My friend yeah. Jessica, Katie, you know. Fucking Jess, she's like, oh, you have to have him do the. She got him from me, and she's like, you have to have him do the bed. I'm like, I don't want him touching my sheets. No. That's private yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what kind of pubes. Meanwhile, I don't even have <laughs> yeah. any pubes. But back when I did, <laughs> well, I don't need my. I don't need my pubes mm-hmm. popping around. My fucking lash <laughs> extensions. Floor. I see, even saw. Yeah, I see him all around Julie's house. Even lash extensions, fucking <laughs> everywhere. I'm like, God, how embarrassing. And pubes, <laughs> and those aren't mine. <laughs> those are mine. That's when I go. There's one of Julie's pubes right next to one of my lash extensions. Ah, tear. Bf like, cohabitating. <laughs> it's fun. Um, personal body hairs. So I clean before he comes, and so he walks in, and there was three nutcrackers. Okay, a. I didn't even know I had three nutcrackers. nutcrackers. <laughs> what do you mean nutcrackers? Like these silver things where you crack nuts oh yeah there were three of those in the washing in the dishwasher i'm like Do you own those i apparently one of them i recognize but i'm like how many nuts was the motherfucker cracking and what kind of nuts <laughs> cracking all the nuts <laughs> i mean i don't know he's busting all the nuts so then he was definitely busting nuts so then i go in my freezer okay <laughs> there's like frozen waffles frozen a, a unopened box of like frozen spring rolls, mm. taquitos, which I was like, mm, I will be yes, eating that. Thank you. And because there's a smart and fucking final right by my house, which for you guys that don't know, that's like a Costco. I don't even, mm-hmm. it's like a Costco kind of, but they're really popular in Burbank because of all the um, studios and they use them for like craft service and sets and movies and whatever, these bulk stores. So anyway, there's a thing of egg rolls, a thing of spring rolls, the waffles. <laughs> Here's where it gets good. <laughs> Um, there was a half drunk bottle of watermelon vodka (laughs) and some Hennessy. Okay. Now I love fucking Hennessy. Yeah. So was that in the freezer too? Yes. And it didn't freeze. So I don't know if you had water. I don't know. I didn't think you could put that in the freezer.
1: Good to
0: know. What I think is
2: that people don't put it in the freezer because like whiskey and cognac and stuff like that is supposed to be warm. That's why you put it in a snifter. and Warm it on your hand. I like cold bourbon. I like it cold. I know. But you know, but I understand. Some people like it on ice or whatever. Right. But let me just say to the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I my mom knows this because that mom Pam was here when I was searching your house for the big bottle of jack we bought. <laughs> and I was like, and then I found it later in the drug den. So um I was like, Mom, guess where the jack was? It's in the drug den. My mom full died. So so oh, God. I don't keep liquor as 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 one full alcoholic does, I try not to keep it at the at the home. Any alcohol yeah. at home. Because uh-huh. I'm going to run through the shit like it's ice cream. Like, I don't keep treats at home, okay? There is no cookies there. There's no chips. To me, having alcohol is like having Doritos. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna right. kill this shit. I'm going to go through right. it. So, literally, I'm like, oh, my God, a sink full of dirty dishes? What are this nutcrack? Whoa, vodka. <laughs> and,
1: it and it was watermelon vodka.
2: And meanwhile, it's like, people are appalled, and I'm like, um, I want everyone to know I drank both of those fully that very night. <laughs> I drank all of Julie's vodka I mean her I drank her alcohol Of her whole house At one point last week We finished the podcast She goes like this There isn't any alcohol left And I'm like (laughs) I go huh Then I go, there's tequila. She's like, yeah, but I'm like, well, that's alcohol, bitch. We're going to drink it. Neither one of us even likes tequila. We killed the whole entire bottle. And then later we wanted more. She got out of beer. I was like, there's more alcohol. There's beer. So after I cleaned out her entire house of every random, I probably drank triple sec at one point. I probably drank her mouthwash. Then I go like to, this
1: driver <laughs> vermouth is actually refreshing.
2: Exactly. Then I go to my I'm like, is this margarita mix? I'm going to drink this. And she's like, that doesn't have any out. You have to add the alcohol to that. So I go home, drink all the watermelon vodka, all the Hennessy in mm. one night. And was like, damn, bitch, had to cook up spring rolls in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eating all this shit. I mean, that's amazing. He left you
1: gifts. Those are gifts for gifts. you. You like all that food. That's the perfect. You like both those alcohols. I honestly wanted to text him. I didn't think you were going to like the watermelon vodka, but I mean, I didn't
2: like it, but I, like I said, I didn't like the tequila either, but we killed that. It was like freaking Patron or something. Right. Um, I
1: wasn't that mad at the tequila.
2: Yeah. I I was I don't like it I because Julie and I drink straight we drink the shit straight like we don't play we're like straight up old men oh, with God. problems oh. and we sip on the shit so um, that's why I blacked out at Leah Black's house and had to crawl out of there with my shoes off. <laughs> And something got stolen and RJ thought it was me. Wait, did something get stolen? Well, what happened when RJ goes, that was probably Brandy. Oh, she lost her phone. Oh, that's right. She lost her phone. And then RJ's like, Brandy took it. She had to crawl down the stairs without her shoes (laughs) on. And I was like, RJ, you little fucking asshole. But then it was like, Ronnie accidentally took it. Let's let's just get to Eye of the Shitstorm. Okay. It takes
0: some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck. Put it up on the wall where the shit used to be.
1: Well, this week there were lots of shits blowing around the atmosphere. Trump shit. Don Jr. shit. Russian shit. Shitty tax plan shit. But we decided the most important shit, the shit that caused a shitstorm of all shit storms which will hopefully create a shit tsunami that sweeps away all the shitty
2: Republicans <laughs> is Al Franken resigning from the Senate Fuck. So on Thursday, after giving into pressure from other democratic senators, Al Franken, who is a democratic Senator from Minnesota, Minnesota, he officially resigned from the Senate. He gave a pretty sad and kind of sassy speech <laughs> yeah. given all his feelings. And the speech was so well-written and that it had the perfect cunty mic drop moment that we, I, we yes. feel has become the defining moment of 2017. Let's take a listen.
3: Oh, Today, I am announcing that in the coming weeks, I will be resigning as a member of the United States Senate. I, of all people, am aware that there is some irony in the fact that I am leaving while a man who has bragged on tape about his history of sexual assault sits in the Oval Office, and a man who has repeatedly preyed on young girls campaigns for the Senate with the, with the full support of his party,
1: he's a groper, and he's true, and he apparently everyone's mad too. He does not really apologized, but and he kind of did need to go, but the, it is ironic. And we do have a sexual assaulter as the president and
2: one apparently going to be coming in in from Alabama. So and that's why I think that people like um, Tommy Alter. Yes. So he was the former editor of Newsweek. He's like a famous news guy. He's on Alter Family Politics now. But he said that he thinks Democrats are going to regret this decision. And I completely one thousand million percent disagree. Yeah. No. Well, I disagree, too. Yeah, it's like... This is the one thing...
1: You know what? This is actually the one time in the last year I've seen them stand up for anything.
2: Yeah, and that's why... So so I was going to go in a different order, but basically, I really feel like... So it's like there's like two schools of thought. It's like people are like, God damn it, man. Of course, the Republicans, no one steps down. They deny everything. They never apologize, and they just keep going. Right. We lose one guy that we really love who is helping us out because Democrats just have to admit. And it's like, no, that's wrong. So basically... Joy Reed, Julie's girlfriend, oh, otherwise known as A.M. Joy. That's right. So I feel Julie put her on the map, but really she probably just did that for me. But um, she's Julie's gal. Oh, I love A.M. Joy. And she was on Meet the Press, which is my show. And it was in October. And basically, so um, she said one of the like, so this was like October 1st. And for me, it really changed everything. I feel like it's like one of the most profoundly insightful things. Anyone has said, and I 100% believe that like the DNC and like the powers that be heard literally saw this thing of meet the press and they went to the drawing board and were like, we're we're taking it back. So I couldn't get the clip of this, but this is what AM Joy said. So and it was about the problem with the Democrats because all year, what has the question been? What's wrong with the Democrats? Like, Why can't the Democrats get together? Why how they, could they how, lose to this gross guy? It's so terrible. I mean, What are we doing? I mean, I mean, who elitist? could lose to Donald Trump? Right. Who? What's the problem? It's this, it's that. Oh, yeah, elitist, intellectual, condescending. She said that um, I think that Democrats are still enthralled with the idea that they can have back that Trump voter, that somehow they can win them back, that if they just offer them the right things and woo them in the right way, they can somehow win them back. Rather than understanding that at this point the Democrat, oh God, the Democrat, <laughs> the De- Democrats, right, yeah, the
1: Democrats, the
2: demo so the Democratic Party is the party of people of color. It's the party, particularly of women of color. It is the party of the young. The Democrats need to go with their real base and stop trying to win back the Archie Bunker voter. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, quit exactly. fucking pandering yes. to fucking white assholes and their white wives. Yep. No offense, mom. And <laughs> Phyllis. Um, just quit pandering to them. Well, go, my mom, yeah. well, no, I know, but she's still white yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's still white. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I know that I'm nuts, but whatever. So,
1: Intersectionalism,
2: go. Yeah, like, yes. Go. Go to the yeah. Go to the young people. Go to the people of color. Go right. to all women. Just go to your base. Quit trying to right. get back white guys. Give us a fuck. Yeah. Stop being like
1: apologetic or trying to step around. Like
2: well, oh, pro choice. I mean, oh, you
0: know. Like, yeah. Like quit, any, of guns, that, any of that. Guns. guns any of, all it. of it. No.
2: And, get fierce.
0: Get crazy. And the crazy. second she
2: said that, I started feeling this this tide turning. Really, like even the guy going against Roy Moore, Doug Jones, he. Will not. I saw that guy on the news. All he would have to do, and this is said widely, all he would have to do is say that he was pro-life.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But he won't. They're he like, won't. just say you're pro-life and you'll get elected. Right. You'll be the first Democrat in 50 fucking years in Alabama. Just say it. But he, like as the lady in New Orleans, right? That you said. Yes. Their new governor or whatever. The mayor or whatever. Or the uh-huh. mayor, whatever. I think she might be pro-life and that was the way to get in. She's Democrat. Oh. But and he's like, I'm not going to say Anything that takes away a woman's right to choose. I'm not. And I was like, motherfucker, dude. I yeah. like, love it. Yeah. And there's yeah. another guy who, of course, I never know anyone's names, who's like g- aggressively in his campaign being against guns, like not scared of the gun lobby anymore. Like stand up for some shit. Yeah. Be controversial like Donald Trump. And after she said that, I did start noticing this turn. And then really the turning point came with Al Franken, where it was like, now here's your chance, shit or get off the pot. Now they stood up for women, people of color, you know what I mean? Like minorities, straight up. Women are a minority. We're not going to protect fucking white dudes anymore. We don't care if they're Democrat. Harvey Weinstein, we don't give a fuck. Right, Right. yes. We're here for you, women. And so by having him go, and he even knew that, he was looking at the big picture, which is why it was in her speech, writer put it in the speech. It was like, this is it. And I really do think, I really do, that that will mark like the turning point of like, all of it like politics as we know it not this will be the thing with the trump administration this is the thing of what will happen because of the trump administration like republicans and democrats will not be the same regardless of what happens with roy moore Mm -hmm. like there are people who were undecided whether they're women or whoever that are like they're going they're going to the democratic side they're not gonna or there's people who sat home who didn't vote at all who will vote now right because of this yeah and
1: Conyers. um that other guy that yeah. he quit, too. Now, he quit. I don't know why he, why he didn't give like a nice big speech because that was never even in the news.
2: Well, yeah. but he. So, Conyers is the guy who he, he had been there for a long time. He's old. T- oh, like or civil rights, like, like the whole yeah. thing. It's the same thing.
1: It's like, but it's like, you know, you're w people who don't want to believe in Bill Cosby did all that stuff. It's like a, a role model, an icon, a person who works for civil rights, who really did do good work, but. Sorry, you fucking sexually assaulted a bunch of different yeah, and women. Yeah, it wasn't just
2: that. he, That motherfucker like, paid them off with taxpayer money. You got Yeah. By the
1: way, you should have retired before now. And I think that's probably why he didn't give a speech, maybe, I guess, because of the payoffs. Because yeah. that was worse. Because Gal Franken didn't even. He, he's taking pictures of people and squeezing their
2: ass and yeah. not paying anybody off. Yeah. But like. And he gave a speech because he wanted to make that the defining. Yes. This is when the history books will be like, this is right. exactly when the when it shifted. Right. And it's going to be huge and it's great. And I really applaud him for doing that. Yep. And I don't take away anything he did. And I think he taught me a lot about picture groping, which I didn't know existed. <laughs> and now I do. No, who knew? And um, But I I applaud him for like, he still made it. A poli- it's still a political maneuver yes. on all of their parts. Right. And it's like, finally, you're getting your shit together. I think he'll be back. You know? I think Al Franken yeah. will be back. Oh, yeah. And, he, and he'll... and he Yeah, there's, and and fine, there's plenty other political jobs and to J- be yeah, done. Yeah, no, he'll, he'll get inside. He'll, Sean he'll do Spicer something. He'll be go fine. work at Harvard, I'm sure Al Franken yes. will be fine. No, he'll be fine. He'll be um, fine. He'll be fine. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should go to something even funner. Okay. Judge Julie. Ooh.
1: hear ye court is now in session all rise or don't <laughs> that's so stupid i hate when people stand in um in a courtroom i prefer a large smattering of clapping i think courtrooms should stop standing and start clapping when the judge walks in like the like the theater it is just clap 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 look who's here the judge meow 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 in fact i want the bailiff to go meow meow and clap 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 good morning bailiff brandy how are you today hi i'm good great thank you also, in my courtroom, bailiff Brandy are the only other person allowed to speak while I'm speaking. <laughs> if anyone else dares to step out of line, you have to get mouth kiss from Donald Trump. So act right, everyone. I don't believe in contempt of court, but I do believe in mouth kisses from Donald Trump as a means of keeping you tight. Al Franken did do mouth kisses. That, he, yes, they said that he' enjoyed mouth. I mean, please. Also, good morning to the stenographer June, and of course, the clerk Mia May, Bialik. Oh, God. Uh, not the actor physicist. This is actually a cat whom I've named Mayim Bialik and is also the courtroom clerk. Mayim, hello. Great. Who do we have today in our courtroom? Ah, Mr. Ryan Zinke. Now, many of you may not know who this living shitbag is, so let me give you a little background. Ryan Zinke! <laughs> You are on trial. You are former Navy SEAL. Thank you for your service. That's what we're supposed to say to military people even when they're disgusting shit sacks who instead of blood have money and fecal and breathe your misery for air. So thanks. Thanks, Ryan. Who is Ryan Zinke? He was a Navy SEAL from 86 to 2008, retiring with the rank of commander. Commander, Jesus, I can't believe he's a SEAL that long. Commander Dickbag. Yeah, yeah, he was for a long time. Well, who is he now? He is, uh, he was elected to the House of Representatives. He then oh. went to serve the Mo- uh, Montana Senate. He was oh, a he's member. A rep- he's a oh. Montanator. He's a Montanator. Yep. He was a member of the Natural Resources Committee and the Armed Services Committee. He also has like an MBA and an MS in global leadership, which is a crazy thing I didn't even know you could get and be terrible at. As a member of Congress, Zinke supported the use of ground troops in the Middle East to combat ISIL and opposed the Affordable Care Act.
2: I like when you say ISIL.
1: <laughs> um, he also opposed uh, ver- various environmental Regulations and the transfer of federal lands to individual states. After letting every Republican know you not only love cowboy hats and huge belt buckles, you also let everyone know you wanted to be in the Trump administration and lo and behold, now you are. You're now the Secretary of the Interior.
2: But what is that? (laughs) What the hell is that?
1: Secretary of the Interior is the guy who's the head of the Department of the Interior. The Department of the Interior is the United States Federal Executive Department of the U.S. government responsible for the management and conservation of of most federal land and natural resources, and the administrative uh, administration of programs relating to Native Americans, Alaska Natives, Native Hawaiians, territorial affairs, and insular areas of the United States. About 75% of federal public land is managed by the department, with most of the remainder managed by the United States Department of Agriculture's United States Forest Service. But So, on paper, the guy the guy could have been good. He could have been good, Rye. You could have been effective. You could have actually done something for the environment and the American people. He doesn't seem
2: like someone that would.
1: Because he won't. (sighs) Because he doesn't. But instead, Ryan Zinke, you are charged with the Bag of Dicks Multiple Offense Act created by me. Yes, that is correct. It is a new amendment to the Constitution called the Bag of Dicks Multiple Offense Act. And you, sir, are a bag of dicks. And here are your charges bullying in an attempt to sway female Senator from Alaska, Lisa Murkowski. You called the bitch on the phone and tried to bully her to vote to repeal
2: the Obama. Now repeal that's, Obamacare. that's where I know him from because he called her. Yes.
1: Up. He called her and he told her that her, that Alaska standing with the administration would be in trouble. And so would she, if yep. she didn't and Alaska would face some very dire consequences if they didn't vote to repeal Obamacare. And Fucking guess what? Dick.
2: She didn't do it. And she told everyone that he she called told
1: her. everyone that he <sighs> called her. That and now this is an extra dicky move since you had nothing to even do with healthcare, not one thing. You just did it because you wanted to suck up to Trump and put his tiny dick in your mouth. You're supposed to be dealing with land, okay? Not healthcare, you fuck. Taking advantage of taxpayers for your personal travel and lying about it. Uh oh. You've taken helicopter ride after helicopter ride just to get around DC. Oh, what an asshole! And making taxpayers flip the bill, fourteen grand, forty grand. Six grand. DC is smaller than LA, practically. Uh, and you like to, from DC, <sighs> you'll go to Virginia. And from DC, you'll go to Maryland. Like, you don't need to fucking take a f- helicopter ride. And what's so interesting is that in rationalizing most of your trips, when you'll even talk about it, you'll say it's for aerial surveillance of parks. Fuck off lies. You also enjoy <sighs> chartering private jets to Vegas from Montana. Who doesn't? For what? <laughs> to survey lands? Nope. I would say, now that's what you tell everyone. Is, it's all surveillance. All of his yeah, strips he are to surveillance.
2: wants to survey hooker, pussy, and craps table. Exactly.
1: That, you, <laughs> that's what I said, to meet big oil companies and go to strip clubs. And I bet you like Penn & Teller, too. There's no evidence, but I'm still holding that against you. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Crimes against the land of which you are entrusted with. One. Pushing for a new road that would affect a 492 acre federally protected land that is home to caribou, bears, wolves, and once a year, an entire population of black geese. You say that there needs to be a road for the people who live in Kings Cove. This is in Alaska because there's no way for them to get to hospitals. But you know what else is in Kings Cove, a Japanese fish cannery. Just saying, and you, you know fuck. who's
2: not in Kings Cove? Him because he lives. He splits his time between Montana. Montana
1: and Santa Barbara. Exactly. You were instrumental in reducing the federal protection for the Bears Ears National Monument. If you remember that, we discussed that last week. I yep. think that was Ryan Zinke doing that. He does all, He wants to deregulate every every land, every federally protected land. He wants to deregulate, deregulate. You're working to expand hunting grounds on public lands and wants to promote more hunting and fishing. He loves hunting so much, it's like his thing. His thing is hunting. It's like his main thing is hunting. He wants to and is working toward expanding lands for oil drilling. He loves, you know, Oh, he loves drilling. drilling for oil. Loves it. While you're in the, while you're in the office, you, okay, so when he's at work, what you, Ryan, Ryan, look at me, Ryan, 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 look at me, Ryan. <laughs> while he you are in your office, while he's in his office, let me talk to the courtroom. While he's in <laughs> the <mind>. office, <laughs> they, he makes his employees raise a flag on the outside of the office. So oh, we like, know so he's, he's there. there. Oh, good. we can And know when he's him. not there, they lower the fucking flag as if he's an entire country.
2: Okay. Well, now we know when we go to Montana,
1: we need Douche.
2: to go. Douche. Yeah, that's right. Excuse me.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on your first day of work
2: as Secretary of the Interior, you rode in on a horse. <laughs> oh man that should just be against the law man i can't <clears> even <throat> handle he, he played college football he wears a cowboy hat he did he did play college like football i don't like it he loves wearing like huge
1: belt buckles and uh-huh. cowboy hats and he still likes to go he pops into like a place in montana just like rides horses around and makes and like invites people to come watch him you installed now this is the final charge you you installed a shooting hunting arcade game in the department of the interior so they can go play hunting shoot shooting what an games what asshole dude in the, okay
2: now sorry you're so obsessed with hunting fucking asshole ryan zinke why don't you shoot from your helicopter
1: he probably does he probably (laughs) loves that he probably loves that they you know they they do get that kind of hunting ryan first of all your name is ryan zinke
2: Uh, can i just say something yeah i looked up while you were talking because i'm like what kind of with all do i'm like what kind of ethnicity is zinke (laughs) because sometimes i just like to know and um, I'm sure we have some German listeners and you know it's fine even though, you know, obviously Julie's Jewish and we don't like, like some We are not
0: like. Yeah. that. <laughs> so, we have
2: worked very hard to make so our people are, are loving people. We know that's the, <laughs> with Melania. <laughs> Melania came in. So sometimes we like to, you know, have fun at German's expense. and You yes. know what? They can deal with it. Best. So I've, I'm thinking like, what's Zinky? What's Zinky? I've never heard of such a thing. And I still couldn't find out but I'll tell you this, his wife's name's Lolita his kids are named Wolfgang, Conrad, and Jennifer. So I'm pretty sure oh. it's German. All right. And mic drop on mine. Ryan end. Zinke. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, and you know what? Wolfgang Zinke, you can move on wow, over to fucking Wolfgang. Berlin <laughs> and <laughs> f- fly some love balloons. My motherfucker. son Wolfgang is meeting <laughs> me for hunting.
1: Ryan Zinke, I find you guilty on all counts. And now that you're German, I even extra guilty. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> You're a bully and a liar and you hide behind your service to your country and your love of country and conservation as a way to continue doing the things that you truly love, which are being paid off by big energy companies and killing animals. I don't know how many people you killed while you were a Navy SEAL, but the fact that you like to kill vulnerable animals says to me you're a coward and a douche. You would just assume take land away from Native Americans and kill off sleeping bears during hibernation, which they did pass that. They deregulated that. Uh, as look us all in the eye and say, you chartered a private jet from Montana to Vegas because you were working on conservation. Fuck off. You're such a fucking lowlife scumbag asshole, small dick creep and I sentence you to living in a cave with the bears of whom you just assumed shoot. You'll be airdropped via private jet and this will be the last time the taxpayers pay for your first class entitled white man travel. You'll be dropped in the middle of Alaska without a gun or a bow and arrow or whatever you like doing your killing with and see how it goes for you. Talk to me about converse- conservation after you've been eaten by a family of moose and raped by a bear. See ya never. That's my sentence. Court is Dismissed. Ooh,
2: that was a lot of judging, but now it's time for Skew. We don't need no education, we
4: don't need no thought control.
2: Now it's time for Brandy and I to ride our tiny bicicleta to skier. This is our segment called Time for Skew," where a live person teaches us something. And today we're talking to our professor for the day, Andrew Brown. Brandrew is practically (laughs) family.
1: And by that, I mean Andrew's good friend Kara works with my cousin Brian, and Jewish cousins
2: are really the conduit to everything important and profound in this world. Exactly. Professor Andrew is a fancy, hopefully super rich lawyer in Washington, D.C. He practices telecommunications law, which makes him an expert on net neutrality, which is our gay subject for the day. (laughs) That's right. Net neutrality is important to all of us because we all
1: use the internet Internet. Uh, every other second and every second of the day. So what is net neutrality
2: and why is it important? (laughs) We have no fucking (laughs) clue. No idea. Nope. None. Okay. So, um, but thank God your cousin Brian got a real job Mm -hmm. and knows people who know other people who know things. Because while we don't know about anything about net neutrality, what we do know is that the FCC is voting to repeal it this coming Thursday, December 14th. And everyone is pretty super fucking stressed out about it. Yeah. So without further ado,
1: let's welcome our professor for the day, Andrew Brown. Hi, Andrew.
3: Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I think...
2: (laughs) Well, it, it it could get rough, but let's just try to make no, it through. No, but listen. I mean,
1: he's teaching us. It's not like he's calling in for the other segment which is called Julie's inner period and wants to get in a fight
2: with someone. That's right. So, or the future know, segment <laughs> called do you, who wants to date Andrew oh, yeah. go on his Tinder Tinder That'll profile. That'll be
1: part two. We're going to do part two. <laughs> Ladies mm. or maybe and gentlemen, get ready. It's going to be a f- mm. bouncy ride.
3: Yeah, right. I thought we were talking about net neutrality, which is so interesting. <laughs> It's so interesting. Yeah.
2: Tell us what it
3: is. (laughs) What does it mean? You ready? Yeah. Well, before before I do, thank you for asking me that because anytime anybody asks me that, my kids completely roll their eyes because they know what's coming, which is – a stem winder on one of the most interesting <laughs> subjects
1: Stemwinder. you have
3: ever heard. You have ever heard.
1: I want everyone right, to know so, that Andrew Andrew has a good sense of humor. Okay? I think they'll figure it out. Because even in the emails, it's like, fucking Andrew is on the ball. Okay, go ahead.
3: Well, I will now tell you. So net neutrality is the concept that you can go anywhere you want to go on the internet. And no one kinda messes around with that. So if you want to go, you know, visit whatever website and I'm not interested in knowing what it is.
2: <laughs> Pornhub.
3: Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna mess around with that. See, I don't even I don't even know I don't want to know.
1: Chocolate motorcycles dot so, com. <laughs>
3: I'm gonna keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real website, is it? Click, 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 click. Yeah. I'm type typing, typing on computer right now. Mm-hmm. All right. So So here's the deal. Like, you get what's called internet access from some company, like Verizon or Sprint or Comcast or some other company that everybody hates. Yeah, because they're, like, the worst, you know, customer service. Like, okay, yeah, we'll be there to get your internet service set up sometime between now and next (laughs) Christmas. Right, Spectrum. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Go on. So... Anyway, the deal is, the whole discussion that goes on right now, which is kind of screwed up, is that everybody's like, oh my God, they're taking away my internet. The government's going to come and regulate my internet and they're going to tell me what I can see and get your hands off my internet. Um, but net neutrality is really about setting some rules that say to those companies, which, you know, there are a handful of major ones, don't mess around with people's internet access it's not about the internet it's about your access to the internet which is even like less interesting than talking about the internet right it's like the mile between your house and the internet they call it the last mile even though it's anywhere from like three feet to like probably 30 miles if you live out in some square state Oh,
2: the last mile
3: the last (laughs) mile see there's a telecom term you can throw that around at Whatever next thing you are going to, I am
2: so like going to do. I'm going to the Javits Center.
1: I'm (laughs) popping in and being like, "Hey guys, how are you? Yep, Goldman. Yep, Julian Goldman, Telecommunications, Last Mile. (laughs) Have you heard of it? Great. Yeah, Uh, okay. So that we. My last,
3: my last mile is longer than your last mile. That kind of thing.
1: (laughs) Yes. Now. Right. So the yeah. access – so what is it that Comcast, let's say, or whatever, AT&T, AT&T blah, 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 yeah. are trying to do with the last mile then? What are they trying to do? So we. it's not about the internet. It's about the access. What are they trying to and do to our access?
3: Yeah. So, like, what do you think Comcast wants to do? They want to, like,
1: charge do us nothing
3: more. and make a lot of money doing it. And yes. it's like they don't even – I mean, they do want to charge you more, which they will. But now they've, they've figured out that, like, oh, my God, we're the only way into Julie's house, but we're the only way into Brandy's phone. So what we're going to do is charge somebody else a lot of money to get to them. Oh, so it's like, like not, the, only, so like not the pr- only can we soak them, but we can soak, like, people that want to, like, communicate with them. Netflix, Google, or probably some site, you know, I've never heard of.
2: Pornhub! There you go. And here's the deal.
3: So, like... Google, so, right, is probably in a situation where they can say to Comcast, you know, sorry, uh, we're kind of, like, bigger than you, so you're not going to charge us. But there are a lot of sites that, you know, a lot of content providers, like small podcasts, for example. Yes. You're saying, yes. Uh, where they, you know, they don't have, like, bags of money. So are,
2: like, so that's why Steve Wozniak and, well, he doesn't even, I mean, that's why, so is, you know, are all these big Netflix and Amazon, all these people against it? Are they putting their money totally
3: against it it. totally against it but here's here's the thing that like has sort of um turned this into such a political circus which is that so google and you know like washington's a a little messed up right now so (laughs) (laughs) this, this so here's the thing like net neutrality it's like oh my gosh this shouldn't be a political issue this is like a super boring telecom issue that shouldn't even be that controversial but it's become a huge political issue mostly because these companies have walked in with tons and tons of money to um, convince people that they really need to, you know, get out from these burdensome regulations that are just destroying them. So it's it's there's, there's a ton of money floating around on the issue, and companies like Google and Facebook that also have a ton of money. Or looking at it from the other end, which is they're the content providers. They don't want to be like going through some sort of troll under the bridge to get into your house or your phone so that you can, you know, right. do all those important things that take place on Facebook.
1: Though we have found out that um, Facebook does like trolls, but
2: that's my, true. Zuckerberg, Russia, go on. So, yeah. what, what's okay? So now there's this other thing happening with this vote that
4: yeah. apparently
2: there was like a big fraud with, I mean, well, so there was a big fraud. But there was like all these comments. I guess to FCC. Yes. So tell us about that. And a,
3: and a hack. Well, see, this is exciting. This is when it's like the FCC is exciting for a change. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the deal is, I mean, there's this long tortured history. This, this, uh, these rules have been, they've been started and then they've been appealed and then they've been thrown back to the FCC to come up with new rules and then they finally were upheld on appeal and now. Um, we had a new administration and a new chairman of the FCC who didn't like the old rules, so he comes up with a bunch of new rules, They basically saying, yeah, forget those old rules, I didn't like them, which you're not really supposed to do. You're supposed to, like, come up with a legal basis for why you didn't like those old rules, not just sort of say, oh, those old rules were really lame. <laughs> so. What happens is you go through this process where the the public gets to comment on a rule. You got to put it out. And, um, generally speaking, your average person is not that interested in this stuff. So you usually have like lawyers in Washington filing lots of comments. And I have to say they are incredibly well written and they have punctuation in them. And (laughs) sometimes they have headings and subheadings and often they have like legal arguments and really cool stuff. <laughs> um that is is like awesome bedtime reading but
2: not like a comment a big... you'd see on like rotten tomatoes about like baby driver like you you're
1: no i mean well so <laughs> your on... regulation sucks dick balls man
2: <laughs> like nobody
4: yeah. likes that.
3: <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that got filed recently so it's like some i don't even know the number but like 50 million people quote yeah. unquote, people is start around filing that? stuff Yeah, do you remember that guy that um, the president was talking about? He was some sort of blogger in a basement or something like that. And that's like the guy that filed like 42 million comments
2: or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's all fraudulent, (laughs) fake fucking comments. Totally. So so now the Attorney General of New York and like 20 senators held this press conference to try and like delay this vote, Mm. and they're not delaying it. They know it's bullshit. Okay. So oh
3: my I, God, you did some research for this podcast. You didn't tell me you were going to do research for the podcast.
1: I try
2: not to. Um, you didn't
3: just pull that out. That was like on, on Was, that, oh, was that on a fake news site. Well, it's because that, I'm seeing real... it
2: everywhere and going, what is it? Yeah. And we need someone to explain right. to you know our three family members and the 11 <laughs> other friends what it is. Right. And also feel like so, it's like there's nothing anyone can do and we should go through that head guy's bank account and see the million dollars that was just deposited into it.
3: Because- oh, come on now <laughs> um, yeah, well, it is a little bit of a of a kind of rush process, but the 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 fake comment thing was kind of interesting because the the volume of the comments was huge when the last go around on this, which was like in two thousand and fifteen they the f c c just got overwhelmed with comments, and most of them really are like you know someone saying don 't take away my internet." Um, but it may, you know, be somebody like out somewhere who actually has an opinion on this, and some organization kind of gets comments going so that they get a lot of numbers, and, and that's kind of the way it works. The the rulemakers generally just kind of count the numbers and disregard them. But well, we, having this go around was oh, yeah. there. There was like a flood of comments that all kind of looked the same, and there was there were allegations of of bots being filing these comments, which is sort of like, yeah, duh, probably exactly. Um,
2: well, we heard and from a friend. Somebody claimed that
3: the the server was hacked. Like the FCC chairman claimed, the server was hacked by net neutrality advocates. Um, which then he didn't, you know, come up with any actual sort of proof. Well, because that, the only uh, the, the
2: only. Um Thing we've heard for it was from a complete moron who said um, <laughs> that. Well, yeah, but won't it stop these Islamic terrorists from getting access to my son and right. and you know t- targeting kids young safe. kids? Right, and we're right, like, right. we don't think so. I'm not sure neutrality <laughs> is going to do something to ISIS, ISIS, but okay. Like that.
3: Uh, that's that's a good argument. Yeah, was that, I was, heard that. Was
2: that on? So was that on any of the that. comments? Or are they trying to? Is that or was this person just just not? Yeah. There? Well, let me
3: let you in, let me let you in a little secret. Uh, I did not read hundred million comments. Oh, okay. Um, but I think it's almost irrefutable that, like, net neutrality. Um, I guess if you get rid of it, would prevent Islamic terrorism. I mean, I think that's a pretty direct. <laughs> if
1: if this passes, eh? though, like, okay, so net neutrality it's keeping the internet neutral, basically. So we get that. So now we we then yeah. everything's neutral. If this with this yeah. bill, you're basically saying that Comcast, etc., AT and such as, etc. If this passes, they will then control the way we get access to the internet and then they will start charging everyone apparently like netflix and amazon and even people who have podcasts in what manner are we would we all be getting like how is how is that going down they're gonna getting charge yeah. Yeah. for what so,
2: they're gonna charge them yeah, so, yeah. whoever pays more Oh, suddenly there will be that'll be the first sites that come up. Oh, okay, and all right. Then all of a sudden yeah. they're controlling oh, the oh, content. See, I see. Okay,
3: you know the deal. You know the deal exactly. Okay, just so that's make that called clear. that's got a that's got a fancy term called yes. paid prioritization. But,
4: yeah, great. Right?
3: Right. What that's <laughs> paid. that's like the so so you've got like a little bit little tiny off ramp into your phone right now, right? Yeah. But like. Verizon could turn that into like a super highway for Netflix into your phone, and then let's say you're like a, oh. a like a Hulu watcher, right? Yeah. Hulu gets to take that Hulu. tiny little road, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like all about the super highway into Julie's phone. That's what this is. Kind or of about. or so, the one
2: in her vagina. That thing is used, <laughs> well used, but that's another. Oh, that's oh called my vagina God. neutrality.
4: <laughs> is that?
1: It's definitely not neutral. <laughs> it's, goes in um, one, yeah, it's not more. neutral it's she's on to one side it's very it's the lady side <laughs> and it's not fluid
4: so,
3: so okay. I gotta say I didn't take a class on that at law school so <laughs> no, I don't didn't? know no, I I'm don't surprised. know about the V neutrality
2: yeah V
4: that's neutrality
2: like, I'm definitely using paid, that. but we could use some paid prioritization for real because <laughs> right now this shit's yeah. free and it is on its that's last like, mile. That's true. That is true.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so like, Phyllis Schauffele would be all over that, right?
1: Yeah, she that would, would be would. Right. Or- and her oranges. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Andrew. So, yeah. okay. we. So, there's now our super highway to my phone.
2: Yep. Flash vagina. Yeah. And what... Okay, now it's, it's, yeah. it's Netflix. It's Hulu. It's... Is there a way that we can blame this on millennials? Like, this wouldn't be <laughs> happening if they fucking paid for TV and paid for cable. These... These yeah. huge telecom companies wouldn't be trying to gouge the internet, which we all have to use now. It's like we, how we all have to like have toilets. Every one has to be on yeah. the internet to do anything. So now they, <laughs> Sorry. so now they, and because millennials don't want to pay for TV, they have to find some way to like gouge money out of mm-hmm. us and control us and advertise to us mm-hmm. and shit.
3: Yeah. Are you like a Gen Xer?
2: Um, I call myself a Gen Y. I mean, I'm a Gen Y. I'm like right on yeah. the cusp of millennium but or millennial. But yeah. it's like I think Gen Y they say doesn't even exist or I don't know. So, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah you just you've got so much Gen X anger. I just wanted <laughs> I know. to know where it came
4: from. Yeah, I no, that like, comes wow. from, you know,
2: being abused as a child and not none of yeah. my dreams coming true and, you know, being overdrawn yeah. in my bank account Dr- on oh, drugs and alcohol. Yeah. The use, the use, yeah. the use. Per okay, use. Okay,
3: that's pretty, <laughs> that's standard stuff. We're totally not going to be able it, to get through that, yeah, you know, it, in our it hour It can be today, generational, you know? though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so can you blame it on millennials? No, nah, I think you have to blame it on greedy telecom companies and cable companies. But, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm trying to get over my addiction of millennial blaming and shaming because, uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like that's just kind of low-hanging fruit and unfair, Oh. um so yeah <laughs> i know he's
2: probably a millennial Whoa, <laughs> how about
3: that no i'm way too now old but sassy. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah so, I know. okay so now we're okay so you know i say... just
3: i feel like i feel like i'm i, I was being cheap in, in blaming millennials for all the problems you're, of the you're world You're probably right you
2: know? so what wait yeah. about what about um millennials or other people who don't pay for internet who get mm. their internet from like starbucks why should they care because it uh, others, so the only yeah. reason is paid prior, prioritization is the only reason they should care Because when they're going and taking someone hijacking else's Wi-Fi wi- yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah When they're hijacking Wi-Fi right, so, yeah.
3: so here's why they should care Because like when you go to Starbucks You're kind of paying for your uh, your internet access By paying five bucks for your caramel p- pumpkin latte, right? I mean it's mm. like you're <laughs> paying for it, right?
4: Yeah
3: Um and, you know, really you should care because if, if if you're a millennial who I assume like lives in one of those tiny houses that you see on HGTV <laughs> or like you live at Starbucks because that's like your third place, like your office is a Starbucks or something or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, but like so Starbucks could easily, you know, cut a big deal with uh, Verizon to favor certain kinds of content over others. And that millennial that's sitting in Starbucks would be so clueless that they wouldn't even know they're not getting full access to mm. your podcast, right? They just wouldn't even know what's out there.
2: Yep. The world God, would be very turn, small. It would be like, like China. Honestly, it's like yeah, just what just happened totally. with me when I tried to find Jada Pinkett Smith mm. got big face injections uh-huh. in Girls Trip right. and all of it was wiped off of the internet. And <sighs> I was like, how dare her publicist wipe mm. all of the plastic surgery pictures I need? I mean, because Google's already kind of a little bit controlling what we see. Right. You know, but that's fine. So is there anything? Yeah, that's true. But but think of it this way. It's
3: like, okay, so, you know, maybe they're controlling and you you want like somebody comes up with a better algorithm than Google. Not going to happen soon, but might, (laughs) you know, like let's say someone prioritizes all the crap uh, plastic surgery jobs over anything else in your searches. You know, you'd be able to use that website and be able to get your results faster if, you know, Verizon's not throttling it. These examples, by the way, are so bad and so not the point, you know. I, They're my
2: point. I They're really important to me.
3: We really, <laughs> really should go back to this sort of highfalutin <laughs> conversation about <laughs> neutrality
2: like. were we ever there the like, day. by
4: well,
3: the way yeah. you know there's all kinds of like you know privacy related stuff too associated with this does that oh. get you excited yes, Like Are you yes, like it put it all out there
1: no no no, you're saying, no. no are you are saying you saying like they're gonna do yeah. shit like once you log on all your now all your shit is being good now whatever some website can have all of your information is that kind of the kind of thing yeah, it's, in there too? it's
3: it's one of those things where it's like it totally creeps you out when you find out what kinds of information that they can accumulate based on like your web browsing habits and
4: oh, yep. um,
3: all the all, sort oh, of the I profiles have... that they develop. And <laughs> before you know it, it's like I can only imagine the kinds of advertisements that are going to be targeted to you guys. I mean, oh, mine would be Voyeurism. things like you know,
2: Suck. yeah. What are, yeah, what are yours, mean, Andrew? What are yours?
3: Oh, I would t- I would totally get like you know, um, quinoa really is the real deal. <laughs> you know, like, that would be.
1: <laughs> be like, Quinoa really is the real no, deal.
3: <laughs> no, that tennis elbow isn't really caused by tennis. That would be the kind oh, of stuff That's I a would good
2: get one. Hurt. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, mine's definitely what it yeah. is now, which is free people and like Japanese groping videos. Right. I'd be like, how do I fix sciatica?
1: Um, back, <laughs> lower back, lower <laughs> back stretches. <laughs> Upcoming <pugs>. lesbians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah lesbian oh, stuff. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Haircuts. <Yeah. laughs>
2: how yeah. to of stubborn gray
1: oh yeah how can i flatten <laughs> my stomach you know stuff like that i would have also anyway okay so well that's so gross that i mean we you already think know jada that
3: pinkette had her stomach done did you have her stomach <laughs> no done too?
1: Oh, well the body, I mean, the is, body tight. is
2: tight the body yeah. is so good the body is so good yeah. but the face is- mm. you've got right now you, you when you get off get on google say girls trip jada and just do images from the movie you will not believe it
3: yeah Well, you know that, you know, I'm not going to do that, but you know, I probably am just because it's like how, like what level of discipline does anybody have not to look now?
1: Well, yeah, everyone's going to look now and you have to. And by the way, see the movie because it's goddamn like, you know, it is what it is. But that shit, I watched that movie on an airplane and I was laughing so hard with tears streaming down my face. I had to cover my mouth. It was at night. I was so embarrassed because i was laughing
2: so hard okay so before we let you go to do go make yeah. tons of money a minute how much do you charge yeah. a minute? it's got to be like ten thousand dollars an hour <laughs> like for some, you yeah.
3: or just in general <laughs> oh yeah
2: because we do want to sue itunes but i mean for your rich clients
3: it's so much money that i can take an hour out of my day to have this conversation yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. so
2: great oh my god i'm jealous of yeah, you yeah. what <laughs> you know, yeah. send I them, to, send them to boarding school
3: they're so lucky. I know
2: <laughs> what can anyone They're do, so or are we basically at
1: the mercy and are surrendering now? Yeah, especially with the fake comments?
3: No, there's, so there's- here's the deal. There's actually this is actually one of those issues where um some some really focused public outrage has has moved the issue quite a bit. Mm.
2: So at okay. this point,
3: it's really kind of I, I think in the next week or so, kind of a lost cause at the FCC. Um, but, Congress is not a lost cause at all. And, you know, there's um, this issue which normally wouldn't be at the forefront of their concern because, you know, they've got this important tax bill to get finished. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, God. Fingers crossed on that one. Yeah, Hope that gonna, passes. You're going to hit the
2: jackpot when Ugh, that shit goes through. God.
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what's funny? is not even. Like, <laughs> you know, even though I charge, like, a billion dollars per hour, Yeah. it's like you got to charge, like, a Trillion dollars per hour to be like the beneficiary of it. From what I understand, now I also understand that most of it's written like on a cocktail napkin. <laughs> yeah, left.
4: exactly. You know, yeah. They you wrote just it sort like of
3: show up <laughs> lobbyists, kind of show up, and they write something on a cocktail napkin. They hand it over, and it's like, oh yeah, you want like a billion dollar tax break? Good for you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah,
1: it's like yeah. how J.K. Rowling yeah. wrote Harry Potter on literally on. A napkin. Are you guys?
3: Hey, do you guys are you real estate developers during the day? Is that I kind of get that sense.
2: <laughs> you know what?
3: Right. This is crazy. What?
0: We
2: are, Yeah. Yes. I mean, Julie's an engineer, and <laughs> yeah. um, you know, i, I I'm totally like, figured that well, out. I'm basically yeah. just an astrophysicist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. 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 So okay, well, a public outrage. Yeah. Well, we're doing our part. We're trying. We're trying. And if yeah, that, so then- you
3: know, like Congress is actually a big source of. Um, you know movement here so you know people really like flooding those um offices with phone calls and support i've been doing neutrality. it every day
2: but oh, we did it we we, Same called, one. we called our congressman do,
3: do you even know who your congressman brad is? brad
2: sherman don't judge me and adam schiff and he's the head oh, why even bother calling him he's too busy yeah, trying to lead the thing for yeah, trump he's busy he's busy we, you know what no offense andrew but we asked our congressman to do this and and they actually did email back and they said did. they were big fans of People's Couch. That's true. Which is a show we were on and but they said, uh, they're a little busy right now, actually <laughs> like and they so you should call you, know, you should
1: call Brandrew Brown. <laughs>
2: and so we did. I
3: think you should vote for somebody else. I think that's really <laughs> offensive that they wouldn't show up You're on, your, so right. on your podcast. So fucking right. Yeah. That's like what kind of <laughs> constituent service is that?
1: It's terrible. Now
3: not, not good. Not good. So
1: what do you think what yeah. do you think's gonna happen if you were to look in your, you know in your future crystal ball or whatever, do you think that we're going to continue to have net neutrality or are we looking at what, what are we looking at here? What do you think is
0: going to
3: happen? Yes. So that's a, that's a really good question. And I'm, I'm almost always wrong about these predictions. So um, let me see if I could like predict the wrong thing and then it would be right.
4: <laughs> okay. Um,
3: because I said there was like zero chances would get adopted in the first place. And, you know, during the Obama administration, no. um, when, when, when sort of evil reigns supreme um so and that's what's kind of funny about this order is it keeps talking about the obama heavy-handed regulations god
4: they
1: they, loved everything
3: yeah i mean i didn't think they'd actually adopt these rules in the first place the way they did and you know they really um kind of threw this hail mary pass and, and adopted these very you know strict good rules um So, you know, I'd be super surprised if this order is not adopted on Thursday, which gets rid of those rules.
4: Oh, no. And I
3: have no – I have absolutely no confidence that, like, this particular Congress is going to do anything about it because – kind of not their thing right. Um, right but I think it is quite possible because this issue has gotten so much like play on like the Colbert report and this podcast as two excellent <laughs> examples of, <laughs> of similar shows in fact I want you to know I actually turned down being on Colbert uh, due <laughs> thank to this you. conflict so. you. thank
1: you yeah uh, thank
3: you. I know I you figured the hack. audience would be a little bit yeah totally <laughs> you don't want to oversaturate
4: totally. I mean, the same audience <laughs>
3: exactly and it's sort of like you're talking to too many people who don't at it. You know, I want this to be focused. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that like, you know, potentially with the new cars, if, if there's that much enthusiasm on the left side of the spectrum for it, that mm. it could be the kind of issue that might get some, like, some legislative solution. And a legislative solution, frankly, would be the best one you could get. Because all this back and forth on the regulatory side is is just pretty oh. unstable. Mm. Well.
2: And then how long, if it does go through before we're running through the streets with tuna and gold bullion <laughs> and, like, you know, the gun we have, the one gun?
3: Does it have a pink handle? Was it like, you know...
2: <laughs> it doesn't, those, but my but... dad, who was a peace officer, is a big fan of saying that wouldn't kill anyone. And then my reply is always, yeah, well, it'll shoot someone's dick off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you'd have to have really good aim Like, that's sort of like Well, I'm
2: thinking of it someone... at a cl- very close range When someone's breaking into my house mm, And trying to perform rape on me Perform? Because
3: yeah. <laughs> you perform that? Like uh, that's. The, like that.
2: I'm totally stealing that <laughs> Good That is yeah. fucking hilarious um, Andrew, you've yeah, been I a be... delight I wish you didn't have kids Because then people might want <laughs> <What>? to date you <laughs> But since- oh no!
3: Nobody, <laughs> nobody would. Okay. I think I've shown that today. Yeah, no, I've shown that today.
4: <laughs> nobody would.
2: Well, just in case anyone's anymore. interested in like a um, a married guy with a ton of baggage and children, um, do yeah. you want to give out your social medias?
3: Oh my God, no! On this podcast, absolutely not. Yeah, okay. I was even. I, you didn't even use my real name right Everybody oh okay oh we but.
2: have been asked not to use someone's real name before because <laughs> they were different. a journalist yes they were like please don't use my yeah. real name i'm a journalist i'm like why don't you go fuck yourself
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: well it's totally cool like you know when my billion dollar career creators, uh i totally know where you guys live i'll just kind of come and perform legal services for you guys
2: well our none of our listeners have jobs so they'll be very good at going on julie's facebook finding cousin brian finding Carol, and finding you so we're splashing (laughs) all
1: your business because we're going to this is the big you know this is the 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 climactic moment of the podcast is this interview so we're gonna you need to send a picture (laughs) i want to put your all your shit i'm gonna blast your shit
3: (laughs) Do you have, is there like music that's going to get played? Like, are you editing that in, or is this really (laughs) it? Or do I need to sing or something? No,
2: there's music. Yeah. All right, Andrew, we love you. Go back to making a ton and, um, you know, thanks for being our teacher. Yeah. Thank (laughs) Kara. I'm going to thank Brian. I will. You
3: know what? Thank thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. I'm not going to tell my kids anything about (laughs) you guys because your podcast is is filthy and it's a little bit.
1: (laughs) It is. It is. We don't I want your kids like to get any dumb some
3: point. No, <laughs> well, and it's sort of like I want them to have jobs because otherwise I'm going to have to, you know.
1: What's funny? And is I don't that? think
3: you're, you're yeah, good no. role models for that particular issue. <laughs> Other, not. Things, Terrible. Great. Terrible Other things great. Other things great.
4: But anyway, did you
3: notice? By the way, yeah. I just want a little bit of before. I know you're trying to close this up because you've got like only unlimited airtime. But um, <laughs> well, well,
1: paid prioritization. Yeah, go on. <laughs> yes, yeah,
3: seriously, gone. But I think I managed to get through this entire however long we've been talking, without a single naughty word,
2: as we said, You were very professional. You really were. That's we right. were That's horribly right. you're unprofessional. You're paid to do that, and it's been Horrible. 35 minutes, so we're letting your fucking ass go. <laughs> uh,
3: see? what? <laughs> there you went, right to the, you're better than that. You can be funny just by saying, you no. Know,
2: and I don't need to do that with life. millennials either. I'm going to take that with me. Right. Whenever I perform yeah, rape, but-
3: but but if you do, yeah, make sure you give them a lot of positive feedback. Okay, just be really upbeat about it. We're changing the name
1: of the segment to "Low Hanging Fruit" <laughs> with Andrew Brown. <laughs> I
4: like. So that. That's what we're gonna All do. Right.
1: Thank you for calling. Thank you for being you. And we will. You know what? We're gonna be in DC someday. You never know. Yeah. And we'll be meeting you. And we'll be calling marching. Eagle. I
3: bet. That's, that's right. Awesome. And. And thank you for letting me, you know, for 45 minutes, make you guys a lot smarter about net (laughs) neutrality.
1: Thank you. And our listeners, thank you, because we all need to know this stuff. All
2: right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Love you, Andrew. Bye. Bye. And now it's time for So There's That. Okay, so this is the part of the show where I force Julie to find a rainbow in the rainstorm. It's supposed to be a way for us to end the show on a positive note, but does it ever work? Probably not. <laughs> but we do it anyway every single week. <sighs> All right, meow meow. What is your so there's that moment this time? Okay, so <laughs> this week
1: um, I decided since I had a full mental breakdown last week with of rage. Oh, the yelling. Yeah um the
2: sweet sweet (laughs) you haven't been yelling this week at all Uh uh-huh
1: and I was I was a little embarrassed but not fully you know what I
2: mean well Belle liked it
1: okay good but you know it's a lot it's a lot I know that and I don't want to keep I don't want to do that all the time so I really physically can't do it I don't think you might have a heart attack or an aneurysm or a stroke true that's true that's why I have to internalize it (laughs) yeah you know what I mean I keep it and then it just comes out um so I really tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried, and I really just woo, just woo. I sat on my meditation table in Malibu <laughs> like Zac Efron, and I just really. So I actually found two. So there's that's now. Um, I don't know what happened. But I got up early on Sunday morning, sat in my coffee like a proper gentleman, and perused the news, and I found two items. Now, I can only have one, but I'm hoping the positive tone of my voice really perks my own self up and tricks me into believing things are getting better. Uh. Though it's not my main one, I do want to tip my hat to David Ermold, I think that's how you say it, the gay man who was denied a marriage license by the fundamental idiot monster known as Kim Davis, who, in a stunning turn of events, has registered to run against that fucking scumbag and sat with her as he filed the paperwork. It in what she state? had to file his paperwork to so that they're gonna now run against each other for county clerk in what state oh, exactly shit. okay chance Like <laughs> Arkansas or Kansas one of those
2: somewhere landlocked no <laughs> offense yeah
1: the bitch had to file the paperwork which is great okay so now you may think isn't that enough no I'm gonna roll okay of positivity so I may as well make up for the Fifty times I couldn't muster up one of these. Uh,
2: We're going to go with more like 60.
1: I don't like when people quit, especially when they do it because they don't agree with the person's politics or opinions, which then leaves that person with the shitty views having all the power. I did like this next one because the blast this bitch left on, in my opinion, was worth the leave. <clears throat> Elizabeth Shackelford was a U.S. diplomat who served as a political officer based in Nairobi for the U.S. mission to Somalia her boss not just Trump but Rex Tillerson who though I want to like more he just keeps disappointing <laughs> she wrote a letter which was made public and the bitch did not hold back in her letter of resignation so she, she quit she quit her job because she couldn't take it anymore Okay. so this is I want to
4: read
2: you some passages from her letter and she was what she was a Somali she was a diplomat oh diplomat okay
1: working under Rex Tillerson okay over the past 10 months our government has failed to demonstrate now this is the end this is the second page of the letter there's a whole letter to blah 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 and this is to Rex Tillerson okay this is her resignation letter yes got it So here's this. It's in the second half of her letter. Over the past 10 months, our government has failed to demonstrate a commitment to promoting and defending human rights and democracy. True. President Trump's dismissive attitude toward human rights was no surprise following his campaign. But your May 3rd remarks to department staff shocked many as you called into question the utility of advancing human rights when it proves inconvenient. Apparently, Rex Tillerson told the entire staff that. They can't. They can't always promote human rights because sometimes it doesn't match up with um, the United States interests. agenda. Yeah. <clears throat> so, as a foreign policy professional, I understand better than most that we must balance competing interests. But human rights and democracy are fundamental elements of a safer world for our people. She goes on to say, with each passing day, however, this task grows more futile, driving the, the department's experienced and talented staff away in even greater numbers. I would urge you to stem the bleeding by showing leadership and a commitment to our people, our mission, and our mandate as the foreign policy arm of the United States. If you are unable to do so effectively within this administration, I would humbly recommend you follow me out the door. Snap. I the love end. the word mandate. I'm going to start using Elizabeth it. Elizabeth Shackleford. So there's that.
2: for this upbeat episode of Jungle <laughs> Politics. Thank you guys for listening and for all of your support. We have 549 reviews, mm. so please keep them coming. We read every single one and many of them twice. In fact, I want to take it back all the way to a review left by Kizzy. Oh. Oh, I think I started calling this person Kitty later on. Oh. It's Kizzy. Kizzy 70 on January 12th, 2017. So that's almost a year ago. Okay. Kizzy 70 said. Okay. I'm enjoying the political discussion, but if Brandy isn't that
1: into politics, your show, you should discuss other current issues, news, celebrities, too. I love listening to your perspectives on everything, so expand to discussing whatever is happening in the news. I'm sure after the inauguration, you'll have plenty to discuss regarding politics, but you can bring in other topics, too. I'm glad to
2: hear you, too, again. So, Kizzy70 probably isn't even still listening to this shit. <laughs> it's been a year, and I'm sure Kizzy has bugged the fuck I was like, I'm over that. But, Kizzy, if you are... I'd like to recommend that you go over to patreon.com slash dumb (laughs) gay politics and sign up for our subscription podcast there. For $1 a week, you will get a full hour of non-political, ad-free discourse <laughs> from two assholes, us. Exactly. I mean, that's what you want. So yeah. Come, come on over. Yeah, so I'm much happier. As you, Kizzy, you're right. I don't want to be talking about politics, but I still am. And you know what? I'm a better person for it. <laughs> and anyone who's stuck with us, you're better too. It's, what, it's how we all are staying informed, and it's our own personal women's march every goddamn week. That's right. And we do the Patreon, so we can then talk about... Just whatever, Kardashian. Yes, yeah, superficial cousins. cousins. Yes, exactly. We talk shit about our families, family stuff. Anything we do, weird you questions. Know, questions. Just whatever. Like, would you cook and eat your own dog for how much money? Yep, all that things mm-hmm. like that. You know, so. Yep. Do you want to tell the kids where you're performing? Or oh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. So
1: I'm doing a million shows coming up. So December 27th and 28th, the Duplex, New York City. December 30th. Outfront Theater, Atlanta, December 31st, The Venue, Orlando. And I'm pretty sure it's going to also be January 5th, uh, G-Spot, Fort Lauderdale. Um, and then if you're interested, anyone, January 18th and then the 20th, I'm doing two different gay ski weekends. So Aspen and Stowe.
2: So you can look those up. Um, Aspen gay ski weekend and Stowe. I might try to lurk on one of those since or both since that's my birthday weekend, but maybe not. Yeah Good Aspen
1: I mean I'm gonna go from Aspen To Vermont And then back to LA So it's gonna go Aspen Gay Ski Week I think is the 18th And then Stowe It's called um, Oh fuck I can't Well just look it up Stowe Gay Gay Ski Weekend That's I'm gonna be performing On January 20th So My um, birthday's
2: the 19th Right in the middle So we'll be Flying on that day I hate my birthday It doesn't matter And as but always, it's okay. been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and positively dumb. And net neutral. And net neutral. <laughs> Don't forget. Oh, Brandrew. <laughs> uh-huh,
0: it's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America has gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that. Because we got a dumb gay podcast. A dumb gay political podcast. We're don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack, that's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast, ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit, ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit, I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. You're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh-oh. Uh, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is trumpets. T-R-U-M-P-A-N-A-N-A-S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.